This past Monday, that show at The Stand was crazy. Thank you so much for everybody who came by. Thank you all six of the performers that came. We had a full sold-out show. They packed that room to the brim. The Stand Comedy Club at 116 East 16th Street. Thank you guys so much. And everyone really did look like they were having a good time. I know a lot of people after the show told me they were ha- they had a great time as well. And hopefully they will be at the next Ted Jones Comedy Show. If you guys have not been to a comedy show yet, you got to come, guys. It is super fun. Hand-selected some of the best comics in New York. And uh, we just have a blast. So check out the ted jones world instagram bio uh lincoln bio rather to see when the next ted jones comedy show is but guys again had a great time and we we will be doing it again very soon so i went to the van gogh exhibit with my dad the other day and had a good time there are actually two van gogh exhibits i'm sure you're not aware of this but there's one on the south street seaport and then one on the west side highway I did a vlog episode that should be coming out uh, pretty soon, actually tomorrow, rather, now that today is Thursday, and checked out the exhibit. Had a great time, did some VR for a cool $15 at the end of the experience, but it was honestly probably worth it. I'd say that was more so worth it than the other part of the museum. I might bite my tongue when I say that, but... Cool little exhibit. I would recommend it. It's $35. If you don't want to spend the $35, just go to the Ted Jones World YouTube channel tomorrow. And I basically gave a pretty good summary of the exhibit. It was pretty funny. Like As I walked into the exhibit with my dad, we asked the guy at the front which one was better, like the one that he was working at currently or the other Van Gogh exhibit. He hopefully unbiasedly said that the one that we went to was better because it was like a... More of like an immersion program, but uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to find out because I don't know if I'm going to go to the other Van Gogh experience. But if you guys have been to the one at the South Street Seaport, let me know. <laughs> Ted Jones World at gmail.com. I'd be down to check that out. I'm not really so much of an art guy, but I think that I have become more of an experiential type of person within the last few years. Not like experimental, like, I don't know like drugs or sexually, whatever, you know what I mean. But just basically trying to see new things in life. Uh, my buddy's always traveling, going to different countries, Julio Gallerati, and I've told him that next time he goes to an exotic country or something like that, I got to roll with him because I really have not seen so much of the world. Well, that's not true. I've been to probably, I've been to like eight or 10 countries. I've been to Mexico like six times though. That's, I guess, just on vacation with my family. But besides that, I've been to some parts of Europe, haven't been to Asia, Australia, but those are places that I would probably want to go more so like Eastern Europe in Australia, New Zealand, maybe Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii, even though it's part of the United States and it's like not that, I guess, like different of a place, you know, like you wouldn't say like, oh, where's your dream vacation? Or actually, yeah, your dream vacation might be Hawaii. What am I talking about? And especially like your dream wedding. Like, oh, babe, we're going to have a dream wedding in Hawaii. We're going to have floral headbands and it's going to be lit. I just imagine that's um, what my wife might sound like. But who knows? So I was with my grandma this past weekend and she was asking me if I had any girls in my life. I told her no. 
And that is still the case <laughs> four days later. But guys, today being Thursday, tomorrow being Friday, I want to know what you guys are up to this weekend. Shoot me an email, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. We're going to start doing emails again. I love when you guys write into the podcast, share your stories, thoughts, concerns, questions, whatever it may be. You just let me know. So, I'll touch back on this comedy show that we had on Monday, an amazing time. The next comedy show that I am aware of, we may be booking one in between now and this next date, but for now, uh, the next comedy show is Friday, July 23rd at 9.30 p.m. We're in the middle of putting together um, a brochure, a.k.a. a flyer, and a ticket link for you guys. So check back in on the Ted Jones World Instagram and then that link in bio for tickets because we'll be doing shows all over the place. It's nice to see New York back. New York, I think, is really back. You know, you can kind of tell when you pass by the stores and the AC is just blasting out the stores, even though I'm pretty sure that's illegal now. But restaurants, I think, are getting away with it more just because like back in the day or maybe not back in the day, like maybe a couple of years ago, Dwayne Reed, Starbucks, like Trader Joe's, like all of the all of those type of stores, whatever, like Kohl's down there, Home Depot would keep all like four widths of their door open. You know, they would have like uh, sliding doors. They would just keep it open. So like obviously people are going to want to go inside if they go by on a hot ass 95 degrees summer day, you know what I'm saying? I'd be headed in there. I'd Even I'd be looking for a microwave on that type of day. You know what I'm saying? Well, not like a microwave, but you know, something that you'd buy at one of those you stores. So, so we'll get another guest on next week, guys. But don't you worry. It's going to be he- me here and now. I'm just going to be giving you guys the goods. All I right. love Starbucks. I'll say that. But... This concept of putting money onto my Starbucks credit card or however may you, the, the app, I don't like it. Especially since I hear what they're doing with that money. Like they're considering that money that you preload onto the, onto the Starbucks app Dude, card, considering it like part of their company. Since you can't withdraw it from the Starbucks app, like they'll include that when they are asking from, for money from like banks and stuff like that, which is a little bit sketchy. And then they offer you two times points if you do preload the money on there. So it like seems as if it's a no-brainer for the customer to do it, which I've been doing the past, I don't know, since I've been having Starbucks pretty regularly over the past three months. I would like to slow down on it, but at this point, it's like almost a habit. I just had a slight interruption there. My super had to crawl out my window to go to the fifth floor to make sure that a piece of somebody's air conditioning wasn't about to fall off at my building here. So now that Uber has gotten everybody to be using only them and people aren't really even using cabs anymore, Uber has jacked up their prices at least 40% in some places. I don't want to say at least, but it has jumped their price 40% in some places. So it's funny how Uber has really just brought everyone in and now they're, they're crushing them. This is like the same with all these apps that don't make money within the first few years. You know, like there's this constant battle of just losing money, losing money, losing money. And then one day it's profitable. Like I don't really fully understand it. Like WeWork, for example, they were losing so much money each year. And then they were valued at one point at over $45 billion. So it, it's confusing to me how 
evaluations are built based on it just seems like how what some, one person thinks about it you know it doesn't make sense from a cash flow perspective but i'm not such a business guy so i don't really understand where those valuations come from you know what i mean again i'm talking about the friggin' show we had on monday new york is looking good to be honest no masks really at the show and in other parts of the country, I'm seeing that masks are required when you're sitting down. I saw that Joe Rogan has a show coming up within the next few weeks. And while you're seated, your mask needs to be on the entire time. So this tells a story kind of like, kind of, yeah, kind of two different Americas a little bit. Don't you guys think? Like we're seeing a few states on the East Coast really start to open back up, get things to 100%, New York being one of them. But then if you go to like, a Texas or even in LA still has like those outdoor comedy shows. They're checking temperature at the door and it looks like they're a couple months behind us. Is that because people don't want to take the COVID vaccine? I don't know. People think that they're a microchip in the vaccine. I mean, I've heard that too, but I mean, I'm not sure that that would be uh, the best explanation for what could potentially happen to people who take the COVID vaccine. But I guess we'll just have to see. It's 66 degrees outside and raining right now, but no joke, went outside and it feels like 90. The humidity right now in New York is terrible. And it kind of makes me think, where were we supposed to live as humans? You know, when God created this earth or whatever you guys believe in, but where where were humans supposed to settle? Like Florida, way too freaking hot in the summer. New York, way too cold in the winter. So were we supposed to settle in a place like, I don't know, Georgia, where the coldest it gets is like high 30s or something. We would get in our little teepee, have some lamb wool as blankets. It's got me thinking. I know that San Diego arguably has the best weather in the United States, but where else could we live as humans and not be in need of AC or heat all the time? You know, I've, I've thought of that. Like if we didn't have... AC in the city. Like I talked about this when Peter was on the podcast. If we didn't have AC in the city, I just don't know how we would be able to survive in these in these brick buildings. You know, it gets pretty hot and it holds the sun really well. Like the the heat is held very well in these particular types of buildings. Please tell me why we are still hearing about Donald Trump. Like one of the headlines I read today was that he wanted all the people in America who tested positive for COVID to be sent to Guantanamo Bay. Is this any sort of surprise? I, I, this, this shouldn't even be a headline. I don't even know why I brought that up. I have a comment here on my YouTube channel and I don't really usually review comments or messages that I get over here on the social, but so this is from Ezekiel, Ezekiel Ramirez. He writes on the vlog I just posted, Vlog 24, which is short birthday party. He goes, happy birthday. I used to troll you, but you're a really good dude. So the video actually is my sister's birthday, but maybe he was confused as to whose birthday it was on the, <laughs> on the video. But thank you, Ezekiel. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, the initial trolling is all good as long as you've come to realize that you think... I am a good dude. Do you guys still eat sushi? I haven't eaten I haven't eaten fish since I watched that Sea Spiracy documentary, which is probably like three months ago now. So the, my go-to sushi 
order is cucumber roll, avocado roll, and sweet potato roll. I, not that exciting, but honestly, really good. And I think that as like a, as probably half of a dinner is pretty good. I'd recommend it. You guys should try at least one of those rolls. The cucumber roll, super light, sweet potato roll, very sweet, and avocado, you know, just tastes like avocado. So I might have that tonight for dinner. But while we are talking about dinner, I haven't been out to dinner in a very long time. Now, I would occasionally go out to dinner with my friends. It's been a while since I've done that or go on a date or something for dinner. But I've also been told by like a few guys that I've spoken with recently that dinner's just not a thing anymore. I mean, ladies, you tell me if I'm wrong, but are guys not supposed to whine and dine you? They're just supposed to whine you, you know, take you out for a drink or something. That's more cost effective anyway. So I'm not out here complaining, but a $50 date sounds better than an $150 date. You know what I mean? Very hot in the studio here. It is so humid outside. And even though I have the AC on low over there, so you guys can't hear it, it's still not working that effectively. I have the fan on over there down the hall and it's really not getting to me that well. But if you guys don't have central AC, it's got to be pretty hard to cool your apartment or house. No, unless you have like a high duty electric AC. The deli next to my apartment, guys, I think is getting hot. To be honest, every time I walk by, there's at least two people in that store. So as we talked about either on the last episode or the episode before that, or both of them rather, I have now begun to buy weed from the deli next to my apartment just because the prices are so darn good and it's legal. So I hopefully can't get arrested for saying that. Hopefully they can't get arrested for doing it, but it's going to take another year or so for them to even sort out the licenses and who's going to get to sell marijuana. You know, I feel like these guys by selling it are just getting a leg up because it's legal. It's not like they're going to get arrested, right? You can definitely hold a certain amount of weed, I would think. But if you have over a certain amount, you get a ticket. Like if you're smoking weed on the street, I think that you would get a ticket or the cop would just tell you to put it out. I don't know if the ticket is worth their time. But I'm seeing a lot more people smoke weed on the streets and I'm all for it. People still drinking with like those brown bags over their like 40 do you know what I'm talking about? Like people would be drinking a large beer and then put it in a brown paper bag so nobody will actually know that they're drinking beer when really it's pretty <sighs> quite obvious. Speaking of the AC over there, there were two birds that flew down and sat on top of the AC. And a year and a half ago when I went to my dad's house for three months during quarantine, these birds made a full nest in weaved in the AC. So I had to make sure that they didn't do that again. I just put a bunch of shit on top of the AC, like a little sign and a towel to make sure that they don't go there. Yeah. The sign says reserved. I'm aware that they probably (laughs) can't read, but just the sign, I think like kind of narrows their space so they won't feel comfortable on top of the AC. But last time in Long Island for three months and they no joke, fully weaved a barbed wire nest. So we're not having that happen again. It was insanely difficult to get out, but birds are pretty crafty, guys. I am pretty surprised that they're able to make a nest out of almost everything. I usually thought that nests were made out of little sticks and wood, not like metal wires and zip ties. 
smart creatures. But then again, people say birds aren't real and they're from like the CIA. So maybe I was being spied on over there by the CIA and they were looking into my apartment through those birds. That's a creepy ass thought. I, um, I didn't mean that. If you were listening, CIA, I was just joking. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Ted Jones World Podcast. We will have a guest on here soon. But for right now, it is just your boy, Ted Jones. See ya later.